everyone. Welcome back to Safe Haven. I am your host, Darlene Anjoud. And on today's episode, like I said, I wanted to do a part two of singles and all that good stuff. I have my two close friends that are going to be on here answering some questions I have for them about being single or just like their perspective. And without further ado, I introduce to you Stefan Lewis Alexander and Juna Dorville. Yeah, it don't make sense. This is how we're gonna start every episode. Like, <laughs> me just rebuttaling on what you just said. Only because you want to, but. Because I want to. <laughs> All right. Well, hi, everyone. Uh, Stefan here, back again from the Friendiversary Part 1 and Part 2 episodes. We are back with another one um, here on the podcast with Darlene, and I am very excited to be here today. Juna, do you wanna say anything special? Welcome back to us. <laughs> Welcome back to us. Welcome back to us. That's awesome. That's amazing. But um, they listened to, well, they had an idea of what I spoke about on last week's episode. And I wanted them to come in and just kind of like answer questions and also like share their perspective of being single and all that stuff. So I'm just going to start with the first question. Everybody ready? All right, let's do it. My first question is, how do you feel about dating 2020? It does not exist. <laughs> it does not exist. <laughs> what do you mean by that, Gina? What do you mean? Elaborate. It, it really doesn't. I guess it depends on the person's personality. Like, if you like a person who's, like, used to a long-distance relationship, I guess it's fine. Because you're not... Someone really, like you. Yes. <laughs> but I ain't looking. <laughs> so I, I guess it's fine because with the whole what's going on with this 2020 thing, you're not really like I guess if you're starting in a relationship right now, things are starting to slow down a little. But towards the beginning, it's basically like it's either phone calls, texting, video calls. But like if you are like a person who's like wants a face to face or touchy feeling like Darlene is I am. We know. <laughs> like twenty twenty is a weird thing. It would be like a weird thing for you if you would like to start dating the whole twenty twenty thing. So that's how I feel about it. Okay, Steph. Right. I mean I, I definitely understand what you're saying, piggybacking off that because there are different types of people, especially when it comes to dating. Um, to where you know you you kind of have to take at it as like a safety precaution as well you can't do as you would want when it comes to dating especially when it comes to dating someone new forget about people who are already in relationships uh, if you're trying to date someone new um, you met them let's say at a job but right before everyone got sent home or right before you know COVID hit where you you know had to be home or had to leave your job or whatever the case is um, now you are separated you want, one, you won't be able to see that person that you like anymore. And now, two, what if you want to start dating them despite whatever, everything that's going on? What, do you, what are your options? FaceTime, video call, um, uh, uh, Netflix through video call, you know, whatever, whatever you can do to make it work. You know what I mean? If you're that passionate and dedicated toward this person, then you will try to make it work. However, if you're already in a relationship, it's like, okay, well, I mean, yes, but now we're already in a relationship, but also our parents are involved, our family's involved. How are they going to feel about us going to so-and-so's house in the, in, the, in, the, in the idea of that they may be having, you know, COVID-19? Now it's extra precautions, extra limited 
um, visitations, you know, things like that. Especially if you're in a Haitian household, forget about it. You never really know, especially in these times. It's very difficult for either people who are just starting to date someone new or who have already been couples before. It's very difficult to, to date because just just for the thought of you getting bullied or getting something from somebody who's gone somewhere is scary enough to to cease that or limit it very much. And so I mean that's why this, that's my take on it. I mean, I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like in some situation it's good, in some situation it's bad. Like, I feel like it allows you, with 2020, it allows you to really, like, get to know the person. Like, in the sense of, like, not just, like... Because people get distracted if you're around the person all the time. It's all about, like, being, like, the physical being. Like, us being human, we're attracted to what we see very often. And we don't really get to, like, really see what the person is like in their mind or just like different um perspective you get to um interact with that person um differently that's why i like i like 2020 and at the same time i don't like it because like juna said i'm like a very like um affectionate person so i like to um hug people i like to touch on people not all not that weird way people get y'all mind out the gutter but <laughs> but I want to um, I like to be very affectionate towards like whoever like I'm very affectionate in general so with COVID I don't get to do that but I get to um, see where your mind's at I get to experience um, a lot of other things about you like I get to um, see the raw side of you your soul yeah I get to see your soul that's what I really like about it but yeah yeah I definitely agree with that it, it is a double edged sword yeah this year kind of like okay you see who people really are without having to physically go out somewhere and basically it's almost like stopping the distraction yeah it's like shutting down the noise it's like it's the distraction between you and that person as you're you know putting or as you're doing an activity together maybe golf bowling movies picnic you know party together you know whatever the case may be without distraction okay who are you really dating after all like who's behind the veil and all that great stuff. Like, I like I like I like that idea because I feel like there's a lot of people that gets into relationship before the whole COVID thing. They never got um they never got a chance to really um see the person to ever really get to know the person like mindset or they don't even know the person's goal in life. They just know that they're attracted to this person and boom, COVID um hits. It's like, now I really have to get to know you. Now I really have to know where I stand with you. Like, is our, can our relationship, like, um, sustain wow. yeah. this? Can we really, you know, survive this? If we can't survive this little thing, how are we going to survive, like, um, engagement or um, just marriage in general? How are we going to make it through that? So with COVID, it's like an uh, eye-opener for a lot of people. Like, you... It depends on how you look at it. If you're looking at it just like, oh, COVID sucks right now, but I'm seeing somebody. But are you really seeing that person? That's really the question. But yeah, you know, may not be all too churchy and all that good stuff. <laughs> but um, um, second question. How do you define godly dating? <laughs> you guys always do this. You just like Fine. suck your teeth. I guess I did. So rude. Paris picked a gamun. Gamun, you Anyways, um, godly dating. 
I guess, I mean, f- from what I've, um, from what I can see, I mean, in my opinion, godly dating, um, is basically when you, and I'm going to kind of steal a little bit of Michael Todd's teaching here, relationship <laughs> goals, just, just cause it's the freshest thing in my mind that can compare to what I'm trying to, to say here. Um, godly dating, in my opinion, would be to just, to be able to have a goal in mind when you're dating someone. Because it's not only getting to know that person, it's also um, thinking of that person more than just the dating phase. Putting that person towards the engagement phase. Putting that person towards the um, the marriage phase. And even after marriage. Because a lot of people believe that marriage is the goal. Marriage is not the goal. Marriage is just one part of the destination. Okay, Michael Todd. You know, the, um, the, the goal is the rest of your life. Like, after you marry that person, you don't stop pursuing them. You're still buying, like if you're a man, you're still buying the flowers, you're still making the gestures, you're still feeding the kids, Come you're, still, on. Uh, you're still cooking, you're still cleaning, you're still. Come on, man of God. You really, um, feel special every single day, no matter how many years of marriage you had on your belt, no matter how um, how new you are to marriage, whether you're not in marriage altogether, like even even in the dating phase, you're still gonna be doing that, you're still pursuing that person, you know. So I mean, I'm, I'm only gonna say from a man's perspective, um, but. Dating, godly dating is just you doing it in a way where you're thinking of more than just the presence of what you want. Even 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 whether you want it in the, in the fleshy way or, or whether you want it in the spiritual aspect. It's more than just that. You have to have a goal. Where are you headed? Are you going to date this person just date for two months, three months, four months, six months, a year, two years, and that's it? Or are you going to get to know this person first, then decide to, 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 to date them to see if it's going to work? And if God's pointing you in the right direction... Well, it's time to cut it out. You tried, it didn't work. But if God's saying this person is the person that they wanted to be with, then by all means, you know, continue on. You're doing it right. You have a goal in mind. You're not just dating just to date. You're not just dating just to be, have some arm candy or whatever. <laughs> arm candy. <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, people do that. People actually do that. They do that. They go after people or they go after people to date because they are gorgeous or because they are handsome or because they are fine or because of their job or because of their status, you know? So, in my opinion, that's what that's what guy dating should be. Dating with a goal and a purpose in mind so that you're not just aimlessly going from one person to the next person until you find what works for you or something or find what's convenient or find what you're used to. You know what I mean? So, that's just my opinion. I feel like you need a whole episode for yourself, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Guy dating, period. <laughs> we might just do that. We should. We, should. We, we might. But go ahead, Juju Beans. Okay. Before I start stuff, Years from now, and if you're not buying your wise flowers, we're I'm coming like, yes, after you. Let's do it. <laughs> we're gonna come after you. We, we, we're gonna keep you in track. Put a pin but... on me right now. <laughs> Put it in the calendar. 10, 15 years. 20, 20 Let's go. We're gonna get you. <laughs> but, um, but for me, um, godly for dating. The most part, um, Like, choosing someone but more but like choosing, a spiritual aspect yes okay like choosing someone who you know for a fact have um the same godly vision as you same beliefs same yes. vision it's like yes you might feel like that person is the one for you but are you guys spiritually in the same road together because i feel like if you left and um she's right it makes no sense 
because that's why that's when I feel like that's when um, 2020 kind of come in a little right because you get to have these conversations and like see where the person stands yes you might have that um, physical feeling for that person but at the same time you have to make sure that or they like spiritually there with you or like are you guys working towards the same thing yeah towards the same goals towards the same aspirations towards the same um, type vision. of relationship with God yeah yes. Godly vision and everything you know so I mean it makes sense especially if that, that's what you're trying to pursue yes you know that's my thought on it that's your thought on it I feel like you guys said everything I wanted to say. <laughs> and, and there's, like, nothing for me to add. The only thing I would ever add on there is just, like, when with, like, godly dating, it's just, like, um, when you're pursuing somebody, um, is that person... Um, is that person um, in one accord with um, the vision God has, um, God has for you? I really don't know how to talk these days. I don't know why. But, <laughs> but like, my thing is, like... The person can share the same belief as you, but if the person doesn't see the vision that, you know, God has given you, just like Adam and Eve, God created Adam and then God created Eve. And um, then God realized like Adam was um, was working in his purpose. Adam was doing exactly what I created him to do. So I'm going to give him Eve who will support that. You know, so when when that person walks in, they're not taking away from the vision God has for you or the purpose God has created you um created you for. But they're they're um they're helping you um accomplish that. They're you you guys are in one accord, just like in Psalm um I think it's thirty seven verse um four that says delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the the desires of your heart. And that's where the godly dating comes in. If if I'm like if I'm delighting myself in God, God has no choice but to give me a person or to create someone that will only um help me stay in his presence. Once that person like we can be um Christians. Everybody can everybody claims to be Christian nowadays because it's like the one thing that's like booming right now. But in reality, once like God is like checking your lives, God is checking the the good deeds, the things that you're doing. Checking he's checking on he's checking your heart position. Like, can is is it really like is it really um, showing that you're a Christian? Are you really a Christ follower? Are you really doing all that great stuff? God can't put someone together with someone that's not that's not you know whole. Like God can't put someone that's just like empty. Like you're empty. I'm pouring into you. Once I'm done pouring into you, there's nothing left for me. Yeah, because it's like if you have if you're not if you're not if you're with someone that's not pouring into you and you pouring into them, you're pouring into them and you're losing. That's how I feel sometimes because no. I feel like sometimes people get into relationships to like they want somebody to um, come into their life but with only their vision. Their vision, yeah. Yeah, it's like you don't want someone to be um, like, I'm not going to say like follow just um, basically everything you do. Someone that's like want... aligned to, to the vision God has for you basically. Yes, but I feel like sometimes though, people are like, okay, God has this vision for me, this vision for me and I want somebody who has the exact same vision and which is it's which impossible. is fine no it is impossible because it, whatever god has for you it's for gonna, you yeah it's not gonna be for somebody else yes you might the person just adds fuel to it some so the person just kind of like helps yeah, you of course. with that 
well it helps each other we yeah we build each other the person's vision and your vision might not be the same but at the same time when you guys are together it makes it whole that's what i'm trying to say because sometimes people will be like okay this is what i got this is what i got i need somebody who can fit into that or somebody that could measure up to it to be in a relationship where you're just fitting into somebody else's dream or somebody else's um because whatever that they want to do because you want to also like have someone who sees what you want yeah because check this out like we'll take take robert and bianca robert Robert and And nadia Nadia, for example uh my brother and his girlfriend um vision wise i think they have two different visions you know especially especially when it comes to a professional standpoint robert's a mechanic robert um, nadia's going into nursing almost polar opposite if you look at it they're both dealing with with parts of, of a whole thing a whole system nadia being being the human body robert being being a mechanics of a vehicle so their 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 perspectives and their and their and their purpose and their likes and interests may be may seem different. They may seem over opposite, like the same. but they're kind of like the same thing. Yeah. Different aspects of you know their, of, of their field. So they can pour into each other as far as their studies, as far as their motivations, as far as what what, what makes what what makes them interested in those things specifically. But their aspects their, their, the aspects of that are very different. So they pour into each other, yes, to you know, to push each other, to build each other, and it's similar, but it's also different. So I see what you mean by that, but I think that also is also important as well. I mean, yeah, like I see what you guys are, like. Well, it kind of goes into the same. But like I brought um, Adam and Eve up because like Adam like was like the one that was tending to like everything, and Eve was his help. Was his like. Um, you know, was just there to help him fulfill that. And a lot of times, like, God can call... Okay, God can call me into preaching, right? And God called my husband into worshiping. Or yeah. or just into doing, like, something in ministry. But at the end of the day, we're both fulfilling our purpose. You know? Se- um, well, no. It's, it's separate. You know, yeah. It's separately but together. Yeah. Separate but equal. Yeah. Separate but equal. <laughs> yeah, you're... you're, you're uh, you're, you know, fulfilling your purpose in different things, but you're doing it together. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. All right, I, I get, I get that. But yeah, I wanted to bring that up. <laughs> but <laughs> next question: um, How does spirituality play a role in a relationship? To you guys? I think we basically went over that question. Yeah, we just kind of answer it. <laughs> it's basically it the same. Plays a big role for me. Got first. Cause listen, okay, if we're not, we're gonna be honest. Some people, they, 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 um, they're Christian and they're like, oh, um, I'm dating this person, and the person's in the world. The person yeah. is not. The person know nothing about God, but this is who they're with. And I have like in the Haitian community, Haitians are good for this. They will marry somebody in the world. They will marry somebody in the world and then try to drag them into church. And then when the men's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about because you find me like this. Like, you cannot force somebody to get into church. Okay. 
and better. <laughs> I was saying it in a nicer way, but like Haitians are good for that. Like in the Haitian community, and I feel like that's why like marriage is so corrupted in the um, Haitian um, children mind because their parents are stuck in a marriage that's just like miserable, and the kids are like, I don't want to be in this type of marriage. That's why I'm like, spirituality plays such a big role in relationships because it could it, it could make or break. Which is like 99% of the time. And the dad is not. So you basically, okay, you're waking up Sunday morning and your mom is telling you, okay, get ready for church. And in your mind, you're thinking, okay, mommy's telling me to get ready for church. And you look at the room and your dad is just laying in bed. And you're thinking, okay, so why am I going to church and he's laying here? Why couldn't I be laying here with him? It's it's a whole thing about unification as well. That's where spirituality comes into most. Because if you're not spiritually the same with with your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, then it, it really drives a wedge in the relationship because especially if, if you're the person that does believe in, in Christ, however, that other person does not now, because if you're the person that believes in Christ, you should, quote unquote, should believe that God is also in a relationship as well. And so if God is in a relationship as well, but that other person is not in a relationship with God, then it's like, okay, two of us are here, but the third person is like, it's just a, a it's vessel. It's like the triangle effect. Yeah, it's like the third person is a vessel, but there's no real weight that that person is supporting us with. You know what I mean? So therefore, the relationships can fall, especially if you're married. Like you said, with, with, that, with that same um, example with the kids, the kids are going to look at both parents and okay, mommy and daddy are not in the same court. They're not in the same mindset. They're not in the same place spiritually. Sure, we're in the same house, but it's not the same. And, and a lot of time in the Haitian household, like, I'm only speaking like this because it's something that um, I'm, my dad was super involved in church, but not as involved as my mom is. My mom is like a damn missionary. Like 99% of the time, she's she's prayed up. What's good? She's like, what's good? <laughs> she she be ready. But my thing is like, once the kid grow up to seeing that, it's like you can only try for so long because yeah. has the the husband is the um the head of the house. So if daddy's not going to church and mommy's going to church, most likely I will follow my dad because my dad is the one, like, when my mom talks, I listen. But when my mom, when my dad talks, oh, I listen, listen. Especially especially as a child, you want to take the easy road out, especially when you do not understand the value and the purpose of, of going to church and having a connection with Christ. You want to take the easy road and not go to church. I know we all here have had moments where we're, at, where we're anywhere between 6 to 13, 14, 15 years old where mom dad, mom or dad says, hey, get up, we're going to church. You're like, why? I want to stay home. I'm tired. I'm sleepy. Or any worse scenario when mom or dad is not thrilled about going either. It kind of puts a wedge. And so it's much harder to raise a child in the way that it should go if half the parenting uh, authority is not there. Anyways, child, this is a, that's so ghetto. This ghetto. It, it is. It's, un, it's the unfortunate it's truth, but when it comes to spirituality, and we we're gonna talk on this. Like we we're important. really gonna talk about like the um the um the ins and outs. The ins and outs of like I want to talk about these things that be going on in the Haitian household. Nobody want to talk about. We want to talk about sometimes it. Sometimes the ladies wanna be like Captain Saver. Save a thug. <laughs> save, save a, a thug. thug. Yeah. Because, <laughs> listen. No, really, they feel like, okay, they, they, they see it, 
they're like, they're like, they're women like a project, basically. basically. They like a project. They feel like they want to, f- listen, woman, some know? women like projects. They feel like they could help the person become a better version of themselves. And it's like, no, you can't. Like, Actually, let them be. Not, no, don't say that. Because you, certain, per- like, certain if that, like, if that's what God's calling you to do, sis, good luck. No, Other than that, leave that alone. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying that you can like change a person completely, but you can have um You can have an effect. On the person but who at what's to change depending on know. how you found the person. If the person is willing to change, yes. But you're but not like, the one if to change you, them. You're not I'll, you're not the one to change and that's what I, I want you to understand Juju. No, no, I, I don't I don't say you you going to change You can listen. If is willing to change, you can help the person change. But like I feel like sometimes like they Pick up that person, and they know for a fact they're stubborn. They're stuck in their ways. That person is not gonna go nowhere, Mm. and they choose to be with that person. You gonna have to live with the consequences. But anyways, you guys, um, this is just going to be part one of us talking. We're going to do a second part. But nonetheless, you guys, stay tuned. We're going to come back for another episode. So share this with a friend, your mom, your dad, your cousin, anybody you feel that that could benefit from this. Once again, I am your host, Darlene Anjoud, and this was Safe Haven. Have a good one, you guys.